broadcasting in HD radio worldwide 365 mobile app power getting loud radio On the show, anyone can call okay, to the show. You need to go somewhere, anyone. It's not about time. Hey, who asked you to enter this conversation? It's a dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. It's the what the heck went around. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this episode are solely those of the author involved and do not necessarily represent those of the rant show. Giddy Lounge Radio, or What The Heck Man. Enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. I do this for real, as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone, and I got one question and one question only. What's that? Happening? I just want to know, what is up? I want to know from you who is close. I want to know from you who is far is up how are you doing tonight how you feeling are you good are you happy are you sad are you glad that you are alive are you thankful are you blessed did your car almost get towed today did it not are you glad that you have oil 
to fry your plantains? Are you glad that you're not allergic to plantains? What are you feeling right now? How do you feel? Are you good? Are you really good? Are you really, really good? Like deep, deep good. Like, are you, are you gooder? Those, are you in the goodest place you can be? You know, uh, these are the questions that keep me up at night. I, I sometimes have a little flabberwhelmed by the things that happen in the realm. Uh, but today, I am blessed and highly favored, uh, you know, because I am not by myself. Um, you know, I am ably joined by the capable and ever delectable Wobia is in the building. But here's the issue. I have muted her sound. She cannot speak to you all until I say so. So at uh-uh. this particular moment, I will not open it up for <laughs> her to speak. Because usually, she's always jumping the gun. And today, to prevent such behavior, we have shut it down. So now, the door is open. Wobia, please announce yourself to the brother. Do you guys see how he treats me? This is wow. how he treats me. He, he silences me. He doesn't want me to speak. This, wow. is, this is what he does. He's he's very mean to me behind the scenes. You guys should know this. So, anyways, anyways, I'm back again. I'm glad to be here. It's a beautiful Monday. It's 70 degrees out, or it was 70 degrees out today. Where you live Columbus, again? Ohio. Where you live again? So you know, my spirits were super lifted, and you know, today is just a great day. Huh? You see the answer where you live. Where do I live? Uh huh. Why do you live I there? Seventy live. degrees. It's Columbus, Ohio. Colo. 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 Hey, Colo la petite. Oh, I'm done. Um. So, you know, I'm here. Wobe keeps saying I'm back, like she's expecting to not come back the next week. But I don't really know what's going on with her. But hopefully, it's how you treat me now. I hopefully, don't know if the Lord will touch her richly and uh, you know change her situation but uh, we are not by ourselves today we are also not ably complimented by uh, the one uh, also not only um but she's the one and um there are a few things that i want to say about this guest of ours today um i think the most important for you to know about my guest today is that she is always walking in favor. She is walking in victory. Walking in what? Anointing. Doubt me. Go and look at her Instagram page. Ladies and gentlemen, Lalu is in the building. What's popping? Wow. That's the intro I'm going to get. First of all. First of all, I am the one and the only. Uh-huh. I don't know uh-huh. if you're trying to respect uh-huh. that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I mean. also, let me say, before you say this, I want to say it. Lao is also my manager, guys. So, and you know, you know, so shout she's out. the one and the only manager that I have. Exactly. Put all some right. respect on my name. Okay? Right. Don't be out here. At, what do you mean I'm always walking? 
You can just say that my Insta is fire. That's okay. I'll take your, it. No, your Insta is fire because you're always walking. Like, they go together. <laughs> like, no. I don't need to explain it. I just need everyone listening and podcast gang to go on Instagram and follow life on a banjo and you find out what I'm saying. <laughs> now I gotta be so conscious and not do my fake walk when I do my Insta post now. Because some of y'all here, you really you disrespected me to the people, you know? But you know so, what? You know, just drop that ball. I love I love that you walk in, you know? Cause what what kind of nigga don't like a walking woman? Like you need a walking woman. You know? So you gotta get people in wheelchairs. Wow. I that's that went left very fast because <laughs> I really was not discriminating against the disabled community, but um you know, you're a walker and I'm proud of it. Um <laughs> And I'm proud of the fact that when you smile in your photos, we never know if you have eyes or not. But it's okay. Hey, it's okay. this is my, this is my truth. This right here is my truth, and I I embrace it. But um, Lalu, welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, it's Monday. Well, being not seeing you know right on your parade, but it's a beautiful 90 degrees here. So wow. uh, I'm living life. You know, it's Monday, but we got four more days. My birthday's coming up. It's all good. We're you just, just gonna, you just gonna slip that in there right quick? Like, just gonna slip it. Just like, PO box me up. Do you, do you, do you, you also do you also have a <laughs> wish list that you want to just slip in there of things that we should be purchasing for you for your birthday? You know, maybe I'll just create like a whole register at like Nordstrom or something. It's not only register; you know, it's diary. Barney, bar- you know, I'll, I'll just create a little something, something, a little something, something for the people. You know, it'll be like. A thousand and up because a girl, a girl. A thousand what shillings or uh, Canadian dollars? Cash dollars. A thousand naira. A thousand naira. <laughs> <Whoop, yeah. laughs> wow. <laughs> well, as you can see, I'm going to have a lot of fun with this ladies here tonight. Um, we have a lot to talk about, um, but I also want to say before we get into this show. If you are listening to this show alone, you are either a daughter of Jezebel or you are a son of Akon. Uh-uh. Now, why are you just insulting people like that? I, I just I want know. you, I want you to make a conscious decision to not listen to this show by yourself. So, therefore, you will be tagging and posting and tweeting at us from wherever it is that you are. Matter of fact, I do want to know. Um. As summer is rolling around, it's kind of flirting in the corner. Small summer is going to be coming soon. What is your favorite summer activity? So use the hashtag The Rant Show. Let us know. What is your favorite summer activity um, or thing that you're looking forward to, that you always look forward to during the summer? Please don't say wearing thotty shorts because I know some of you, that's your life. That's all you want to do. I'll show your nakedness. I I don't say anything was wrong with it. I mean, I I very much subscribe to to thirty shorts, you know. But, um, yeah, I'm just saying, don't say it. Be about it. Don't you know? Just show us. Don't say it. Um, but yeah. So there's a few things that I want to rant about today, and I feel like these ladies here 
are very capable ladies to help me dissect this thing. But before we even get into that, how was you, how was you guys weekend? What did you guys do this weekend? Well, what did I do this weekend? Hmm. What did I do? Hold on a second. Is it Monday already? <sighs> it, t- it goes by too fast. Um, I... I did nothing significant, clearly, because I can't remember. <laughs> so <laughs> I literally am like drawing a blank. I think I literally just worked out and I worked mm-hmm. on some business stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, it was very chill. And I'm I like it that way. It was very chill. Okay. Um Lalu, what did you do? Oh, I had a very busy weekend. So on Friday, I made a whole plan for my calendar where I just said no to everyone who was inviting me to stuff because I was very busy. I said, I'm busy doing nothing. I'm going to be in my house with my glass of wine. And I don't know if you guys have listened to that, like, new Blake Shelton song with that country boy. That's oh. all I did. The, wait, is it the, is it the, the Lil Ray show with uh, Bill Ray Silas? Wait, what just happened? <gasps> no. Did he disappear? They faded. They vanished. <gasps> they just vanished. It's funny because only the people that are listening to me will be able to hear me saying this, but for whatever reason, um, the two of them just disappeared. And here they come in three, two, one, go. Oh. No, no. You trying to be cute. You trying to be cute. How am I trying to be cute? You over here, you over here blocking us out and whatnot. Where? What was that? <laughs> yeah. What did I tell you guys about the treatment? This is how, this is so disrespectful. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> This is blasphemy. This is why. This is why. No, 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 no. Um. Okay. Sorry. All I heard was Laulu was saying that she was listening to the Old Town Road song with yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. Damn. Oh, man. It was a good song. It's a, you know, it, it, it's a it's a really good song. Yeah, I was jamming, and then that's all. I, that's pretty much all I did. And then I just I chilled with my girls on Sunday for a little bit, and yeah, I was living my best life. Sometimes you gotta recharge because my social battery it, it just dies <laughs> halfway through the week. You know what? We're gonna talk about that. The just that social battery thing you just said. We're gonna talk about that. Because it's part of what the yeah. things, one of the things I want to rant about today. Did I just dig my own grave? <laughs> um, no, 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 not, not today. Today, look, my expression today is today I got time. That is exactly my expression today. I'm about to say some shit. People are going to be texting me when this show is over, but I don't care. So that's how it's going to go. So now let's start. Um, what did I do this weekend? This weekend was very eye-opening for me. I was in New York mm. slash Jersey um, most of the weekend. 
Um, I went out there for work and I extended my stay through the weekend. Um, and my eyes were open. My the eyes of my inner man mm. were exposed. Now, mm. to what? My, to, or to who? First of all, why do you always? Why you? Why does your mind always go there? You just always assume that it's some, you know, type of uh, uh, angle. Uh, my my, the, the eyes that you are talking about, uh-huh. the one, you, the one me and you, the one that me and you know that we are talking about, that eye is open. I don't know which eyes you think. The eye that we, me and you are talking about is very open, so don't worry about it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm this not a eye. Mm-mm. No, this eye is a I'm different eye. Part, I'm not a part of this one. Mm-mm. This eye is a very different eye. Essentially, oh, um, you know, you were talking about your social battery. So, on Tuesday, I hung out with a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in over a year and a half. And this person literally sat next to me on their phone like 90% of the time and they basically just started watching Netflix while I was there. <laughs> now, wait. So they haven't seen you in a year. No, and... let's cl- let me clarify something. They hadn't seen oh. me in a year and up until 2 weeks ago they were talking about like, "Oh, I'm going to go visit Cali. I want to stop by and see you." Da, 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 da. And I'm like, "Oh, this is what you thought you're going to come do in my house? Like you're going to come to my house and be on your phone? Are you are you mad?" Are you, are you all right? So he literally just sat next to you. And it was not a he. It was a she. Let's be focused. She. Yeah. It was a she. Did y'all like have a conversation about like what y'all have been up to in the past couple of Fam. months? It's not like, okay, don't get me wrong. That, I, that I'm seeing the person is not that I, like, I hadn't talked to the person in all this time. We've talked. Okay. But like, we had not seen, physically been in the same space in that whole time. So when I was there, it was like, typical things people do to catch up like you talk about life you talk about yourself you talk about your space now mind you this person moved into an apartment they were just like oh the last time i knew them um, i saw them they were living at home now they have their own place the person wasn't like oh let me give you a tour this is where i live i just moved in would you like some food i don't know would you want something to drink it was very like what's the description like Okay, you know, like, Laulu probably gets this a little bit more, and I think you understand what I'm about to say. It's like, your parents call you and they say, hey, this person is going to be in Austin for the weekend. Can you just show them around or let them stay in your house? And then you just open the door. You're like, look, you're not my responsibility. Just sit down there and feel all right. That's basically how it was. And I was, like, greatly annoyed. Like, mucho annoyed. But did you come with? Okay, was this in New York or New Jersey? Um, does it matter? Yes, because in New Jersey, it's New Jersey. There's nothing to do in New Jersey. You can always sit in there, and it's cold. <laughs> like, okay, what? New Jersey is back. Exactly. Wait, says the Columbus, Jersey, Columbus Ohio person. How does the Columbus Ohio person call call Jersey whack? Okay, first of all, some like I've been to New Jersey, and let me tell you this right now, 
I would much rather be in Columbus than in New Jersey. There's oh. nothing there. Wow. I grew up in Jersey. The best I lived in thing Jersey. about New Jersey not to come for is Jersey, that it's close to New York. That's what's yeah. good about New Jersey. And it's, and it's cheaper than New York. That's it. But then wow. also, like, I've had a situation very similar to this where someone did visit me in Austin. And they when they came, I was like, okay, well, what do you want to do? You know, you're here for the first time. Do you want to go out? Do you want to do anything? And the person just literally looked at me and said, I just came to see you and stayed in the house. So I think if you don't make it very clear to the person as to, like, okay, I actually want to do X, Y, Z, it's not, I don't know if it's their responsibility to push that on you. Because some people just really want to be at home. They don't want to be bothered. And you might be bothering no, them. No, 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 no. I am the king of do not leave your house ministries. Oh, the I, I oh. don't mind. This is not, the issue is not that we went out to do something or we went to have fun or whatever. It was attitude was the whole thing. The, the best way to describe it is like, let's say a guy you're talking to like invites you over to his house. This is an example. A guy you're talking to invites you to his house, and then when you get there, he like plays FIFA the whole time. I mean, that's that's messed up. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so I mean, did you ask? Did you like tell this person? Did you even insinuate to the fact that you were not pleased with the oh, arrangement? Hell yeah, I did oh. because. And this, the, the, the best way that I signaled this was I called my Uber. I just got up. I put my coat on. I carried my bags and I left. Mind you, how it even happened was I came straight from the airport to their house before I even went to check into my hotel. So I was really annoyed. I hadn't eaten. I like came like literally I was like, oh, I haven't seen this person in a while. Let's catch up. Da, 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 da. Regret. Filled with regret. No, that's terrible. Um, like that's a terrible way to act. Honestly, really like yeah. that's unacceptable. It's just very unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, I probably would never talk to the person again. To be honest. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, no, I'm with that because that's and that's exactly what I was gonna do. Now, because of the history we had as friends, I now broach the conversation again later and the person was still giving me the whole wait hold on why did you initiate the conversation later or they initiated it i did see that's another problem the fact that they didn't even see a problem to initiate a conversation be like yo why did you leave or you know my bad for being on my phone they didn't even see it as a problem so that's strike two like the fact that you didn't even reach out to me but they're not the ones that are uncomfortable in the situation. It's Sony. So if you're the one that's uncomfortable, this goes back to when you're always talking about communication, right? If no, you're the one no, like, no. Why should you communicate about that? No, that because this is beyond communication. This is simple. This is basic, like common sense and common courtesy. Like no one should have not to communicate to, you to be to be courteous. Like why would you? It's like going to a job interview. You sit down in a chair. And you pull out your phone and you're just playing games. Like, does the interviewer have to tell you, excuse me, this is not the time and place to play your game? You know, they would never tell you that because you should know that. Same way, if you're hanging out with your friends, why would you come or they meet you somewhere and the first thing you do is pull out your phone and watch Netflix? Like, who does that? You know what I mean? Like, some things don't need to be said, period. And because it's like we're all grown. At our big age, you don't know how to act. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just unacceptable. Like, and the fact that they didn't hit you up afterwards 
to be like, yo, I was wrong. Nah, like, I don't have patience for people these days, see, to be honest. See, like, see, see, you see why I love Wobia? Because I knew exactly what you were going to say before I brought this thing up. This is why I appreciate you. I'm going to be <laughs> nice to you for one week just because of this thing <laughs> that I've just said now. Nah, but real talk, like, that's how I felt because I feel like when you invite people over, there's a burden of responsibility to be like, let me be sociable. Let me interact. Like, I'm not saying, like, get up and start doing jumping jacks, but, like, I'm in your house. Like, this is not FaceTime or something. Um, So that really annoyed me a lot. Um, But even, like, when I left that situation. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just trying to play the devil's advocate. See, I'm just trying to see it from the person's like, The devil will not catch you in Jesus' name. Say amen. Amen. <laughs> but I'm just trying to, like, put myself in the person. I'm just trying to, well, not put myself in the person's shoes because I wouldn't do that. But I'm trying to see the person's, like, way of thinking here. Did they pick this show with you? Like, was this a show y'all were watching together? Or were they already watching the show and you just watched it? I have a premium Netflix account. I don't need to come to my... I don't need to come to your stupid house to watch Netflix. I can watch it in my house, in my hotel. I can watch it by myself. What is your issue? I don't care if you have, you know, international Netflix. Who gives two bloody hoots? Like, because some people, honestly, I have to say, some people do the whole Mikasa Esuka, so like my house is your house. So like when you come over, they don't feel the need to do anything extra. Especially if you talk to this person all the time. Some people are just like, okay, you're here. But I think but the key thing is that, like, they haven't seen each other in a year and a half. Like, it's not like this is a friend that you go over to the house all the time, and it's like, okay, like, I just saw you two weeks ago. What's up? You know what I mean? I literally haven't seen you in a year, and you just want to watch Netflix and, like, zone out. Like, it just, it's just so absurd to me. That it doesn't, it's, you know, it's the same way, like, how you go home. Let's say you, you're in college and you go back home. Your mom gets mad at you because the first thing you want to do is jump out and go hang out with your friends, even though you haven't seen your moms in nine months. Mm. You know, it's like, it's like, the it's being inconsiderate. You know what I mean? Like, you have to show consideration. Well, my mom be getting mad at me when I'm home a little too much, so. <laughs> I can't really. Oh, La Luis, is that why you're always walking? Oh, wow. You set that one up. You set that one up. You no. You set that one. I can't. I, it was right there. I had to. I just. <laughs> I, I, I mean. to talk to you when you come over to the house. What did they say? No, the ones I'm like, oh, you know, that's just how I am sometimes. I fucking hate that excuse. It's oh such my a god. Dumb excuse. Ah, that's how I am. I was like, all right, bet. How I am is never talking to you again because you dumb. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that was that they are you just you just gotta take it and run with it and just know you're not gonna be visiting them if you don't want to watch netflix or I mean, if you run out of netflix or if you could just get their password laulu laulu think about it like this i came from the west coast five no, and no a half God, hours flight like you could have tried for an hour and a half you could have like but, you could have tried just try. try. Small, small try. try. Very small try. You know? And you'd not even try. Well, we don't know what the person went through that day. We don't know how their day was. We not don't very know. mad. Because what, really what they went through and, the, and them going, they're mad together. Um, ah, okay. In my <laughs> list... So brutal. In my <laughs> list of things that annoyed me that weekend, this past weekend, uh, 
This was like number four. Number That's one. What was number one? Uh-uh. Are we going through your whole list? Wait, we're going through my whole list. I have things to say right now. Actually, I've grouped three and four together. But, you know. This number one is broken down into subsections. Um, I don't know whose feedback that is, but hook up your headphones. Now, I am not a fan of penny pinchers. This is what I mean. You know when you go out with your friends and you guys go out to eat? And then that one friend is like, Oh no, I didn't get ketchup on my fries, so you should guys should take twenty five cents off. Like that—that species of a person is not my kind of person to be around. Um, this <laughs> is just not. And I was subjected to being around a person like that. See, I think my theme for this weekend was eye opening. I just learned a lot about myself. A lot about the shit that I don't like and the shit that I would never tolerate. Um, but I like I'm literally out here doing math, hanging out with someone. Like, oh, they're like, oh, I had the the um the juice. The juice was 150 and my Uber was 479. So um <laughs> <laughs> And the crazy part about that is it's always the rich people who be who be doing this penny pension. It's all the people who get the money. And my chest is spinning me oh god the truth the, the realness in that statement well then i guess that's how they ended up rich because they pinching they penny <laughs> <laughs> what is like yo you're really gonna chase me over 10 spams like it's really the ones with the money it's it was, it was like so so let me let me describe a situation to you and now laulu who loves to play devil's advocate let's see how this goes because if you if first of all if you play devil's advocate the wrong way i will block you on this call just let's let's be focused so now this is what happened so i go out to i go out to dinner with a friend of mine now this particular friend so on my trips when i go on work trips my company covers uh, a certain amount for dinner if i'm by myself um i think that day the day of the week i think monday to thursday is like 30 dollars or something like that for dinner so i go out with this person we go out to eat and our total comes up to like 32 dollars or something like that now i give the person my card i'm like hey charge 30 dollars to the card because i mean since i'm not paying for it like i don't mind putting it on, on my company right now the person goes to the register and then turns back to me and says so should I do one transaction of the 30 and then put the other $2 on your card and tip? And I'm looking like, Wobi has seen me in person before. Multiple, like, you've seen me in different scenarios. But, like, you know, like, I have this puzzled look on my face like, are you dumb? Like, <laughs> you just, you really just came out to eat free food and you still wanted to put like the two dollars on my card why <laughs> are you acting like a daughter of jezebel why and now the part that really annoys me is when they when people like that ask you they know for a fact that you're not going to say no like right because it's awkward and i'm just not here looking like like 
maybe we don't maybe you know sometimes you have to share values with your friends but sometimes you have to look at tax brackets with your friends like maybe we should not be in the same area you know <laughs> like because because i was a little bit of a confused i was a little bit i was a little bit confused because am i the only one like do you guys have friends like that where you go out and they like they basically do that Oh, yes. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have any friends like that. So, this is a bit. I never really had friends like this until I went to college. And I went to a very, like, one of those, like, really prissy, rich colleges. Ooh, and Sly flex. And you know, no, well, context. So, now you know the people around where they had money. And it would just always be, and it would just be like, okay, so I'm going to send you a picture of the receipt. And just so you know, you owe me 30 cents. And it's like, <laughs> my God, what? You were in Calabasas yesterday. What you mean I owe you 30 cents? I'm a student mode. <laughs> and it's just, it's like a mentality of, they're looking at you like, okay, that's your people's mentality. Like, you people don't want to save your money and hold on to your money. That's fine. I want my 30 cents. And it's just, some people really, they count their pennies. And shout out to them. Maybe that's what we need to start doing. No, we, need we don't. We need, to, we need to eradicate that from the world. That needs to stop. Like, because, and I was telling, you know, a couple of my friends last night, I have a mentality when I'm traveling. When I'm about to go on a trip, I always have a sort of like a rough estimate of like, if I spend moderately, this is how much I will spend. If I go overboard, like, let's say there's a girl that is rubbing my head and then I just flash oh, wow. my card over and over <laughs> This is which head, like, which head are we talking about? Wow, that got real <laughs> so fast. Who? Oh, he, ho, he, na. It, it was right Just, just, just deep. That was loud. Wow. It was, um, it was but you know, I, I feel like I always know, right? Like, okay, if I, if this is how much I'm going to spend, but like, if I'm not willing to spend, I have a budget. People people will be looking at me and be thinking that I have money. But I live by my budget. If I spend my budget money by Tuesday, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going out. <laughs> that is the end of the... At that point, Tuesday is my Saturday and we're staying inside the house. You want to hang out? I have Netflix. I have HBO Go. I have Hulu. I have YouTube. Come inside uh, the house. Why are you paying for all these subscriptions? Why are you paying for all these? Yeah. Who said I'm paying for them? First of all, my HBO Go comes with my, my cable. I pay for my Netflix because I have some peasants that are on my Netflix account. Um, and then, what else? Hulu. My roommate pays for Hulu. What's the other one I said? That's it. You said YouTube. 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 I have a smart, t- I have a smart TV. Huh? I have smart TV now. My TV comes with YouTube. Just, just one question, right? I, it's a very important question. Mm. Can you just like, you know, pop after the show, just take a screenshot of your password and your username for the people, you know, the peasants, as it just called us, so we can, you know, enjoy the benefits of of, of the, which of, of my rich- accounts? All of them. We'll take it all. It's okay. Mm, mm, we don't mm, discriminate. Mm, we don't discriminate mm, at all. Okay. You are exhibiting data of Jezebel behaviors. That's why. That um, is Sunny. Listen, Obia, Obia, don't don't agree, don't say the same thing to her. I'm not. 
what I want to say is, I'm sorry for your weekend woes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done. Wait, 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 wait. wait. This never no, ends. I have a question. I have a question. I actually have this question. I came for. I came with this question today to ask you this question. It's a very out of pocket question, but it's been on my mind so far. What is it? We'll be right back. <laughs> oh my god! You're so annoying. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm you are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. All right. So. We have a lot to talk about today, um, you know, because it's just been a great day and I'm in such a great mood. Um, the first of the things that we want to talk about is the very unfortunate soul that is Kodak Black. Um, oh. And, you know, further down the list of things, um, I have a broader discussion that I'd like to know from these two beautiful women that are on the show with me today about I guess the perception no, don't let ah, them know hey, they Jesus. gotta stay tuned I've to not said it have. yet I do, no. what see I was going to be nice to you for a week only three days now <laughs> you only have three days the rest of it I'm going to be mean to you and I'm going to do it randomly so I can be mean to you now till Thursday That's you're always mean to me what's new huh what's wow. new you just gonna you just gonna oh, tell them like that, Wobia. I'm always nice to you. But you're always okay. very rude. It's okay. Oh, by the way, shout out to Wobia who made it into the top 100 of the FedEx. <gasps> yes. Um, so shout out to you. I'm so happy. Shout out to you. Shout out to everyone that voted. We appreciate y'all. Um, and if you didn't vote, you're you quite dumb. You. You're quite dumb. But you know. <laughs> Your, your, maybe your life will turn around eventually um <laughs> but um so let's talk about mr black um for a second um did you, okay so first of all did you guys get to watch did you see his reaction to the um to nipsey's passing and his comments about lauren london yes and he's a very foolish goat very <laughs> Like, he looked like an experiment gone wrong. Wow. First of all, Kodak Black is so crusty. Like, he's just the most crusty human being I have ever, like, he just looks like he's trouble. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yo, who is this dude? Like, and he actively tries to make himself look worse with those marks on his face. He looks like a ninja turtle that just keeps on dying. And it's just, where will you end? I don't understand. He looks like, like you know, like those cockroaches that you see in, like, those, in, like, Nigeria when you're in the hood club. And Wait, like let's, 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 not, let's not call him a cockroach now. We don't want anyone to be offended. <laughs> They're mad. Plus oh, them and the black, they should be offended. offended. He should be offended. But, but but here's my thing though, right? So wait, y'all gonna say that you guys don't like that? Dun-na, dun-na, that song. Dun-na. Listen, Dun-na. I don't care. I I, <laughs> I don't have a single I don't have a single Kodak Black song on my phone. Don't get me wrong, I've heard him in the club. You know what I mean, like all that stuff. But like me as an individual, I will never download a single song of his ever. Oh yeah, I've never seen you in a club before. 
Ah, uh, you the whole Lagos. You didn't see me turning up. No, okay. when I saw you at the beach party, for example, you were doing hottest babe. I'm the hottest cake here. Let me just can be walking around and not enter the water. I was no, I saw you, but yeah, that's interesting to be explored. We'll see. Oh, how that's... trust me, the the club gets real turn, real mm. turn. Oh shit! So oh. it's not you that gets turned. It's the club. You turn out the club. The, it it is me that is making the club turn. Wow, 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 wow. Now <laughs> I actually believe I, I believe that there's not a lot of people, huh, Lalu? No, I was just talking to Wobby. It's okay. Continue. You you want to go clubbing together? Is that what it is? Yes, boo. Let's go clubbing. I, I need to learn. I need to learn. In, so we'll in Columbus, like, Ohio? No. I don't know about oh my God. <laughs> I don't know about that part. I don't know about that. Lalu La- La- was getting turned in Austin, though, at South by Southwest. So. You didn't see me in South by Southwest. She got. I? Someone we did not see each other. I don't know who you were looking at. It was not me. Huh? Huh? Are we going to lie on the hairwaves? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> You, you saw to... Lola. You didn't see Lalu. There's a difference. Lalu, we have we have pictures and videos and boomerangs together. That's a different person. Me and wow. me. Interesting. Anyways. But back to this cockroach though. So, so I want to know something. Who out there actually listens to Kodak Black? Because he seems like he has a decent amount of money and followers who listen to his stuff. Like whenever he does that IG live... There's like thousands of people watching. So I'm like, where do they live? Like, I don't know. Who are, do you guys know anybody that listens to Kodo Black? Uh, I personally don't. Like, I've never heard anyone say, oh yeah, Kodo Black, like that's one of my favorite artists. Like, I've never, I've never heard. So. So I know some people who used to listen to Kodak Black until he had like, he was charged with raping a high school kid, high school student, and then Pretty much everyone in my circle just cancels him, as they should. Um, so yeah, I don't. Maybe the little kids, the little kids that were born in like like yesterday, maybe they listen to him. That, that seems like something that they'll be doing. But like, so on two fronts, actually, there's something I wanted to talk about. The first was like the response that the industry had to his comments, right? Um, I. I'm not, I'm kind of torn because some people were like, oh, like all these men are only responding because like Kodak said something about oh, the woman of a man that they respected, but like they never said anything about his rape charges and this and that. And in my mind, I was thinking to myself, like, does it matter? Like, what do you guys think? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I, I'm just like, I don't know why we always have to find a problem in this like trying to solve something like it's just he's trash maybe people didn't notice before but like maybe this is what caused them to notice like i don't know maybe am i just the only one i don't know if I'm... but you know what i hate though is the fact that like him speaking like first of all he was super out of pocket speaking about lauren london that way you know what i mean like the fact like this just shows someone who doesn't have a connection to the rest of the world who's just living in their own head. Cause like anyone can see, and I was on Twitter reading the comments. People were like, Oh, I don't get what he was saying wrong. Like this lady just lost her man, her husband, 
just died in such a brutal way. And you're talking about, oh, I mean, if she needs a shoulder to cry on, I'm going to be there. I'll give her about a year. Until what? Until what, Kodak? What you going to do? You think Warren London wants you? She's checking for you? Like, it's just so crazy the fact that he would even say something like that when this woman is in mourning, you know, over her 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 man who just got killed. And I just, he's just so dusty. Like, I I don't like him. I really don't like him. Ow. She said dusty. <laughs> he's dusty. <laughs> So, to like go off of like what you were saying about how people always try to like poke holes into anything, I, I think it's a thing about social media. How if you say something on social media, people well, if Codex tries to say something on social media, and people are responding, people always to be like, oh, you know, they're just saying that because of this Y Z, or like they're not talking about this. Honestly, I think this was bigger than that because this for people was. It was more so about okay, this is some, this is a de- this is a tragic situation, and Kodak never said anything about Nipsey beforehand. He never said anything like, oh, I'm so sorry for the loss. So, you know, when people were talk- speaking out about it, he never said anything about that. And the only thing that he actually had to say was, oh, now his woman, the mother of his child, is mine. And granted. He did come up to say something, and some people will always try to find a way. I mean, I was on Twitter too, and I saw people. We're like, well, um, well, you guys forgot about when Nipsey, you know, said something about the LGBTQ community. And it's just like, stop trying to find the wrong thing about something that's that's already bad. You know, just stop trying to like justify it in a way. People always try to like justify a little bit of something by pointing out the worst part of what we're actually talking about. So I don't, I don't know. It's it's a very it, but then that's just social media for you. Social media opens up a can of worms where people don't try to see the other side. They just stick to their own side and try to defend that so arduously that everyone's just like, are you listening to yourself right now? Like, does that make sense to you? But I think that's what social media does. Everybody just comes together and we all just, we all speak without listening. I think, like, I got really upset with the... His like half apology. It wasn't even was half. It was like it was not an apology. It was, it was like apology. It was like kind of he like said, basically what he said was I said what I said. No, he's like, oh, you know, no, I'm sorry. That. I'm sorry if I offended you, even though I know I didn't. Even though I, I didn't. Like, exactly. I was like, somebody he, beat he this nigga right now. And then he like, was like, R.I.P. to what to homie to dude to dude like. <laughs> He has a name. Like, he has a whole ass name. Who's dude? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he, but I think, like, that's where you get the the confidence of, the like, that social media gives you. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's really weird to, I don't know. It's really weird to say, people are not, like, so, like, social media doesn't, like, isn't this powerful being because, like, it builds up people like this. Um, mm-hmm. And my only thing, my only worry is that would you have not cared if it wasn't so, like, fresh? Because in my, in my, in my mind, like, to a certain degree, like, if this had happened, um you know, three months from now, maybe people would have just been like, oh, Kodak is crazy. 
LOL, and move on. But, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, while social media is, like, this very, like, strong thing, it's also very, like, fickle and very, like, immediate. So, like, the outrage is, like, oh, this sucks. Like, why would you say that about her? And then, like, everybody would, like, forget about it by two, in two weeks. And, like, people would go back to listen to Kodak and go into his shows and stuff. And I don't know. Like, every every time I get this idea of, like, having to, like, being forced to separate the artist from their art. But, like, people are just shitty. Like, and he's just a horrible person. Because I think the part that really gets me, though, is not him alone. It's, like, everybody else that was in the room and allowed him to keep talking. Like... He was talking and everybody else was like, oh, yeah, you know, and like, why are you all agreeing? To... No, they weren't. His homeboy, like, if they you weren't, weren't agreeing, yeah. No, 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 his, but like, his, was like, the conversation oh, should, should be dead. Like, the first statement he said, it shouldn't have been like anything else. It should have been like, bro, yes, you're an idiot. Like, that's it, done. But maybe it's also because he's like the money person out of his group. He paid their rent. So, yeah. <laughs> But, but then, okay, to go with what you said, though, do you think that the way that other people in the industry, the way they responded via social media, do you think that was the the right way to respond to it? Because if you absolutely, absolutely, like, because I saw comments about people talking about, oh, why are they g checking him on social media? First of all, none of them personally mess with Kodak. I'm pretty sure. Like, none of them are homies with Kodak. They don't got his number in their phone. They don't really care to actually talk to him. But, like, this is something he said on Instagram Live. So why is it so wrong for them to also issue their response on social media? You know what I mean? Like, the people are like, you could just call him. Like, no. If you want to talk recklessly out loud, people are going to check you out loud as well. You know what I mean? So, okay. like, I, huh? I said I agree with that. I'm just, I know this is a question. I'm not saying what's wrong, but I agree with that. We have a caller on uh, the line. We got a caller. Caller. Hey. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello, it's Chi Chi in St. Louis. Chi Chi! Hi, Chi Chi. Hello. What's poppin'? <laughs> Nothing. I was just, um, and I'm sorry, I sound weird because I'm sick. Um, but I was listening to the conversation and I don't think I 100% agree with everything that's being said. So kind of wanted to call in and just kind of give my two pennies. All right. Let's hear it. Um... So, I personally um, hate Kodak. I don't. I don't know what he is. Like, I don't know of him much. Um, I don't. I've never heard a good thing about him. And I think what he said um, about Lauren or to Lauren was just absolutely repugnant and reprehensible. And I think people had every right to check him. Especially 
with the, the big tragedy and it just being so sad and the timing. It was just so unbecoming and it was in poor taste. And he's just this ugly lizard that literally does not need to exist. Um, but I do think it's okay to point out that a lot of men weren't necessarily defending Lauren. They were defending the man she was attached to. And that doesn't mean that they should not have said what they said, because I think he deserved to be checked. But I don't think it's wrong to point out that her quote-unquote value or worth of being defended was because of the man he was she was attached to. And I think that's important because I think um, when we talk about society, when we talk about sexism or whatever type of ism, I think a lot of women have experienced that sometimes them existing on their own isn't enough. Whether it's you've been saying something in the boardroom over and over again, and then you make a man say it, and then when the man says it, all of a sudden people understand what the heck you were talking about. And even similar to the whole going back and forth with, um, what was it, the Beyonce kiss and the ghost or whatever, the double kiss, a lot of men were saying that's so disrespectful to Jay, that's so disrespectful to Jay, and completely not even acknowledging that she looks uncomfortable, she is her own person, and it's disrespectful to her too. So it's fine that they reprimanded him and had their own um, opinions, but I think we need to be very careful and understand why people feel something is worth um, reprimanding. So the act of reprimanding was correct, but I also think being able to understand the intent by it is important because it reinforces a lot of things that we as a society probably should no longer practice. So that was my two cents on that. Did No, I definitely agree with that. And I, I was actually going to get to that point about like the fact that their comments were made simply because of Nipsey and not necessarily because of Lauren. Um, but yeah, that's a very valid, valid perspective. And especially the people, especially the people who were quote unquote checking Kodak, you have TI and you have the game. And it's like, there's these, these men who have done um, similar reprehensible behaviors that Kodak has done. So when people say, well, how do you know they wouldn't have checked like the game? How do you know that he wouldn't check him for raping and this, that, well, the game rapes too. So obviously he's okay, oh. but what? I didn't know this. Go ahead. Um, he likes to date underage girls and he's always on trial for like statutory rape and all this other stuff. And so so it's like you see the men, like the men who are coming to the defense, they aren't like these, I mean, they're men who don't have the best record when it comes to the treatment of women. So it further shows that, okay, yeah, this is about, it isn't about disrespecting a woman because you yourself disrespect women all the time. It's literally about disrespecting the man a man you admire if she was not attached to nipsey or if she was not attached to a man they respected there probably would not be as much outcry as there was i i think it's important i mean i hear you when you say that but like maybe it's just my mentality of like rating the like grading the situation i feel like them the outrage could have been more like 
someone's life was lost over like someone was disrespected. Like maybe that's where I felt like that's where they were coming from because it was like, oh, this person just died. You know, they've not even like done everything. They've not buried them or whatever. And you're over here like talking ill of the dead type of thing. But I do hear as well, like, like her being her own person. Um, and like, it sounded like they were like, not like not even sounding like they were not like saying they were not outraged because he said it against her. I don't know anything about the Amari Hardwick and the Beyonce thing because the first time I watched it and I only watched it once, I thought maybe he accidentally, like he accidentally kissed her, but I was like, I don't know. And I didn't, I, I guess I should go back and read. Maybe he apologized. Did he apologize? Or did he say it was a kiss? Did I know Beyonce probably didn't say anything. But, like, I just... In my mind, I was thinking, oh, maybe he also has a beard. So, it's possible that we couldn't see his whole face. It was a different angle. I don't really know. I didn't, like... I was like, that's weird. You guys are a whole family. That's weird. Um, But with the whole Nipsey thing, I, in my mind, I was like, oh... People were, like really coming from a place of, like, being really hurt that this person is dead. And, like, more so than, oh, this person was disrespected. I don't know if it, if it was just me that saw that. I don't know. Was, that's kind of how I broke it down. I think, I, I, think it all, I think when you kind of break down what the defense or what those gentlemen were saying, a lot of it was more so, you know, respect the dead and all this other stuff. And you know, Nipsey was this, that, and the other, which can all be true, but I rarely, and again, I didn't read everything for verbatim and I didn't listen to every video through. It was rarely like, hey, she is still grieving and she just lost her husband and she's dealing with this. This is an inappropriate time for you to say this about her. It was, you're disrespecting this man and this, that, and like it didn't even see like, seem like it was about her. The only part that was about her was the fact that she happens to be the wife of this man. And that in itself is also an issue. Like I'm not saying they should not have said respect the dead and this, that, and the other, but if you're only going to focus on that portion and forget that there's also a whole living other person here who happens to be a woman, then I, I get why people take the point to say everyone's cool with Kodak raping and doing all that. And then when he was forcing himself uh, via social media on young MA, everybody thought it was funny and it was whatever and yada, yada, yada. And then this type of thing, it was more so this is disrespectful to Nipsey and not so much as this is disrespectful to Lauren London. Mm. Um, so I unfortunately... I just watched the IG live. I saw the whole thing on TMZ, and I did watch the, a couple of the responses. Ti and a bunch of people like tweeted at him. So when he was talking, he 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 was talking directly about Lauren, and he was like, "I thought he actually insulted Lauren." It, I don't think there was even a time when he even like. Maybe even said something, even like maybe said something negative about Nipsey. It was more so, oh, you know, she's a B word, and you know, she's gonna be crying, and she's gonna be a widow, and then you know, after a year, you know, I'm gonna come for her, and blah, blah, blah. it was directly to Lauren. And I do understand what you're saying, Gigi, about how 
um, this was more so tied to the fact that she's, uh, that everyone was coming to this whole social media rescue because she's tied to Nipsey. But at the same time, the whole situation is is coming about because she is tied to Nipsey. Can't forget that. If she wasn't Nipsey's, she wasn't Nipsey's fiance or Murder's child, she wouldn't be a part of this conversation, if that makes sense. And I think I do I do see what you're saying when you bring in the whole Beyonce aspect of it, that they weren't that they weren't like coming out and saying, Oh, like this. But a lot of people who were defending this were defending Lauren here, they were talking about, oh, don't from the way I saw it, maybe we're all just seeing it from different aspects, was don't disrespect Lauren, who is still mourning the loss of her husband. Like, don't you dare come for her. Don't you dare talk about her. And in that sense, I actually saw it more as, like, they were attaching Nipsey to Lauren, not like they were attaching Lauren to Nipsey in this case. But that could have just been the way that I saw it, from what I read and from the responses, from the way Charlamagne, um, Charlamagne talked about it on his radio show. I have beef about Charlamagne, but we're not going to talk about that today. From the way Charlamagne talked about it on The Breakfast Club, from the way Tia talked about it, from the way like people were tweeting about it, it was more so they were attaching Lauren to, Nip- to Nipsey as, like, she's still warning, like, who are you to even have any, to even say anything about either one of these people? Like, you're not you're not even comforting, you're not doing anything, you're just coming for her because you're just seeing her as a prize to be won after this tragic event. So I think we there you can say that oh you know they did that they didn't separate the woman and the and the man in this case but this situation has come about because Nipsey is dead and Lauren is attached to Nipsey and Lauren is going that's being disrespected here. Hmm. Okay. I just feel like people should not say shit that. They can't back up. Um, and people should not say shit that is just ill-advised and of bad taste. And then, somehow, I actually got really upset that everyone was getting upset at Kodak. Because I was like, why are you guys expecting so much from this dude? He's obviously showing you he's dumb. Like, this is... Like, if, I don't know, if, like, someone, like, off the top of my head, like, someone like, I don't know, John Legend said that or something, then I'd be like, wow, I had such high hopes or something. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just resigned to, like, not seeing the best in him because I was like, oh. And then people started posting a, a snippet of one of Nipsey's interviews where he was like, oh, people just do things for clout and, like, reactions and you just need to ignore them. And I thought it was, like, perfect, even though it wasn't for that situation. I was like, I don't know why anybody, like, was outraged with this guy. Like, I, in my mind, it should have just been, like, he said it, and nobody should have, like, responded because he's, like, dumb. And, and he's just not, I don't know why he still has, he gets a reaction out of people. But then again, people also like Beyonce, so I don't know why they do that either, so... But I think, I think, um, and this is me ignoring the stupidity that came out of your mouth and going back to your previous point. Um, I think sometimes when we get into the mindset of what did you expect from this person and this, that, and the other, I think we kind of toe the line of kind of a dangerous place because then it's like, who...
then you start playing the game of, okay, so Kodak Black, I don't even know how to say his name, the lizard, he is this way. So if he says that, that's just him, this, that, and the other. But this person should know better. But no, I don't think this person should know as much as that person. So this person's okay with it. Like, it's just like the act in itself was grotesque and it should have been called out. And whether or not we expect less or nothing from him, I don't think it's bad that necessarily that it was um, called out, especially because people were still grieving. But in that same token, that's why I think it's okay for people who are part of the LGBTQAI community or people who love members of that community, I think it's okay that they point out like, hey, he is gone and it was tragic. He did say stuff that makes him know, makes me know that he didn't value my humanity. So I'm not going to grieve him the same way you do. Because I know for a fact that Black Twitter when McCain died or any other person who may have said something racist died and people are saying respect the dead, black people say, why should I when I know that this person didn't respect my humanity? So I always say that black people need to be very careful to where if they, if he did say these things negatively about the LGBTQA community and also may have retweeted things about black women, if they themselves don't feel the same way as other people do about this person. They have every right to do so because we also choose that right when people who didn't say the best things about black people die. And so I don't think it's right that we silence them or they can't say these things. I think it's, um, I think they have every right to because they are a persecuted and marginalized group. And so when you say that homosexual men are not men or they're, shouldn't be they're not positive and all these and you're saying all these negative things about them why should they respect your grieving process when you know it wouldn't be the same way if the tables were turned so let me ask you guys the question and like this is like for for all of you but like do you believe that that one thing he said should define his legacy like, I guess the way I see it is, like, our whole life is a body of good and bad decisions. We just really hope that we make more of the good ones that have lasting impacts. But, like, are we to say that that was, like, not enough of the things that he did? Like, does, does that statement cancel everything else that he did? But no, here's the or thing. that he it's represented. Not, it's not about canceling because you also have to, I mean, it's as simple as day. Like he could have put money into the community and still wanted to um, have good things happen for young kids and STEM and all, and still be homophobic. They're not mutually exclusive. Just like when we talk about races, there are people that we know who are quote unquote good people, but they harbor, harbor racist, you know, opinions and so each person has the right to decide where they draw the line all i'm saying is that if you're not going to be consistent be cognizant of the fact that other people may be consistent it's because a lot of people who have researched and 
you know, who followed him and even people who are fans. Cause again, I wasn't a huge fan. I didn't know much of him. I thought the tragedy was incredibly sad and I felt for him and his family. And I feel for my friends who are very broken up about this, but even some of them were very honest. And they said a lot of his um, good in the community, he did think that black men were superior. Like he did most of the stuff for black men and black boys and everything else would come second. And so when you post a picture and you're saying that this is a positive picture and it's positive because there's no homosexuals, um, how does someone who may even be a fan of yours, if they read that, you can't, ex I mean, that's their right to say like, okay, so clearly he feels a way about homosexuals. And then when someone even tried to, you know, call him on it and say like, hey, maybe you should just reword this because you have fans and let's practice inclusivity. And he was like, I'm not changing shit. Like he said that homosexuality is an agenda to emasculate the black man. So if he stood firm in that, he picked his side and he chose to perpetuate what he believes in. Does that mean that he didn't do good in the community? No, that doesn't mean that. But as someone, if they are a homosexual person, why then should they have to grieve in the same way, have the same respect in the same way, if he literally said homosexuality is an agenda to emasculate the black man? Because mm. I know that if a white person said that, because, you know, we talk about Bill Clinton and all the black people love them some Bill Clinton, but we now know that he, or even Joe Biden, all loved him. They did great stuff, you know, the Vines Against Women Act and things of that nature. But we also know that Joe Biden and Bill Clinton are incredibly sexist. And the way Joe Biden handled the Anita Hill things, like you, you learned these things, so that doesn't negate all the bad stuff that he did. But we also know that, hey, even though he did all these good things, there was some racism and there was some sexism. And that's just what the fact is. And if people don't want people to bring up that part of their legacy, then they should not have had that as part of their legacy. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I kind of disagree with that last part, but I feel like, because I feel like that's just like us, that's people just kind of sitting on our high horses and deciding what we want to, you know, consider to be good or bad. Um, because in everybody's story. But how story... is it that if it's just the whole story? Like, if it'd be different if people said Nipsey was a homophobic and that's the end of the story. That's no, I just, I just feel like, I mean, beyond like Nipsey alone, what I mean, the same thing you said right at the very end of like, oh, if they wanted to have this legacy, they shouldn't have done that. Like, that's kind of why I made the statement earlier to start off of like, our life is literally a combination of a bunch of shitty things and good things. And like, the hope is that you have enough of the good things in your life to define you when you go. But like, in some cases, it's not going to be that way. And, like, are we now going to, like, try to say at the very end of, like, death, which everyone, most people in the world see as, like, this sad thing, is that the time to, like, try to, like, take account of someone's legacy and, like, pick, I guess, and choose some of the bad things in their story, even if it wasn't, like, all that defined them? I don't know. I find that, like, hard to, to do. 
But I don't think it's picking and choosing. I think what it is is that it's literally just, quote unquote, telling the whole story. And we talk about this all the time as black people who went to school and we go to history class and they don't tell the whole story that there's more to it. So if someone is grieving some someone and someone is then now saying, why aren't you as much as upset? And why? And the person is like, look, he didn't he didn't value my humanity. So I'm not as torn up about it as you are and then people say this isn't the right time we know for a fact that if a white person told us that this isn't the right time to bring up john mccain's yada 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 we'd be like hey, are you crazy like we had to experience this and i think sometimes black people speak from a place of privilege when it comes to the lgbt community and of course black men speak from a place of privilege when it comes to women and I think unless people are very in tune with this privilege that they have, it's not necessarily the fact that people think that they're muddying someone's legacy by pointing out that this person didn't find humanity in my life. I think that's ridiculous for people to think that that's muddying someone's legacy. He is being mourned and loved all over the world. And people are still focused on the LGBT community who said he literally hated us and said we're part of this agenda that's emasculating um, the black man. It's not messing up his legacy. He is still being loved literally internationally. This is just a group of people who are marginalized who feel I can't feel the same way you feel about him because he did not value me. That's all they're saying. I don't see how that's huh? muddying his legacy. I don't think. Okay. That's fair to them. Um, we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, um, I have something that I wanted to announce. Um, and I will announce today. Um, but yeah, it's the Rant Show. It's Giddy Lounge Radio. It's your life. Your music. <laughs> I'll be right back. When I'm through with you, oh, when I'm through with you, oh my God, you will see. You definitely heard him. If you listen to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend. You listen to The Rant Show on Getting Lounge Radio. Your life, your music. Do you ever have questions about things that you feel like nobody can answer? Or you don't want to ask anyone in your circle? Well, we make it our business to answer those questions for you. So send them in. Email us, DM us on Instagram or Twitter, or send them in anonymously, and we'll do our possible best to answer. The Rancho is here for you, after all. So go ahead. Send them in. Why are you running? Why are you running? Hello? 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 Oh. Hi. This is Sami, or the wordsmith, whatever really. I hope you. Unkulunkule mushenjalo, usoni pamanda. Tusoni pamanda. Mamma, 
Namchanje mama ngeke nguye kayo Mwasebenze koli nzoga kelu muzi wako Imina, imini timbala kuimina Imini timbala kuimina Imina, imina Imini timbala kuimina Imini timbala kuimina Wabu As long as I'm better for my lows, I depend on in your mind. Lemba I got bad, Lemba sky got I'm dog on my mind, I'm dog on that eye. Make it all up on to be some feeling on. I go back to soul,
addicted, oh babe I'm getting addicted, oh no I'm getting addicted to you Said I'm getting addicted, oh no I'm getting addicted, oh babe I'm getting addicted, oh no I'm getting addicted to you What have you done to me? No, baby, you got me chasing after you What have you done to me? to the rant on giddy lounge radio with my son the wordsmith keep it locked mommy ranta says so you know i think it's actually kind of hilarious when i find out that my mom calls me the wordsmith does she really it's kind of hilarious to me that's so cute that's real cute because what does she think what what does she like think it means what is she Lalu, why are you always looking for trouble why she, she thinks it means that I like writing. That's what it means. Okay. <laughs> Cause you know damn well that's not what that, that name stands for. Um but <laughs> Um over the course of the break, you listen to a goalie um by Melindo the vocalist. His voice is like liquid gold. You guys need to go listen to his album. Then you listen to a soccer remix by Tory Lanez. And you listen to Jealous by Fireboy, um, who is on the YBNL imprint. Um, mm. what, why'd you make that sound? I was just co-signing what you said. <laughs> did you get extra? Did you get beef with your Chipotle or did you get chicken? Chicken always. Did you get extra chicken? No, I didn't this time around. Did you see that I tweet? Was trying, I was trying to be, you know, not as gluttonous. You know. Did you see, no, so, did you see the tweet? Oh no, 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 no! Why were I here before we even talk about that tweet? You people need to follow Wobia on Instagram, so uh-uh. Wobia can, so you can see how Wobia wants to tension us. Wobia is tensioning us with her cheekbones and her her banging body. Wobia goes to the gym. She be sweating. Then she not gonna post a little drip, drip. Who asked you? Who asked first you for drip? All, first Let her drip, okay? <laughs> I just post pictures. I mm. do my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, who's asking anyone to be thirsty? No one is asking you to be thirsty. Eh? But if you're thirsty, uh, you know, I can't help that. I can't help it. Well, let them thirsty. Be <laughs> because me, I would just post. I would just post small something. Wobi, I start shouting. Wobi, I went full on. Was it what was the color you were wearing? Was it purple or lilac or something? Just 
just so I, I said, whoa, there's hair, there's cheekbones, there's highlights. You are, ah, ah, are you trying to kill somebody? Come on, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding you. I'm, I'm just, I'm here with you. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but let's talk about your Instagram post. Uh, let me show them chest hair. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. You are trying to seduce the timeline. You are trying to seduce them. Okay. Sami is like the king of thirst traps. And he does uh, it. He like got like two pictures. Back to back. Pew, pew. Okay. <sighs> First of all, and then he'll just be, be smiling, just like, yeah, uh-huh. look at me. Look at me. But then the caption will be like, my mom said this. Like, Claire, <laughs> please. <laughs> but also, like, my what? mom said. That's what she said. Please, 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 please. Don't bring your mom into this. She, she's not a part of this. She does not want to be a part of this. Oh, my God. Um, some people have, you know, different themes with their Instagram pages lalu is she's not she's always walking aka her name is her name is lalu aka luke skywalker like (laughs) (laughs) at least i'm getting somewhere okay just gotta be walking you know to catch my cash dollar i see you you are visualizing to actualize i see you walking walking your glory (laughs) and then you go to wobias you see art you see, you see color, you see African, you know, prints, all of this stuff. And then you see her cheekbones. You see her cheekbones? You see her curvaceousness in the in the pictures? She's doing her own. My own theme is I'm just smiling in almost all my pictures. That's all I do. Like, why is my own a crime? You people can't even see my eyes. And you're attacking yeah, me. Because you're always wearing so we can't really see what's going on. We can't really see the person you're looking at, you know? We if I don't wear shades, your eyes are looking. if I don't wear shades, you will say, when I smile, you can't see my eye. When I wear shades, you say you can't see my because eye. you're Can always you pick squinted. It? You're squinted. So, like, you're staring so hard at the person you're looking at, we can, you can't even see properly anymore. Please. Wow. Please. Please. The disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys, Um, did you see the, the tweet about the... The father that's raising the four kids? Yes. Yes, I saw that. I saw it. And again, why? But, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What does that why mean? See, I it means what it means. About that whole tweet was the fact that they called it these babies. <laughs> you mean his children? What well, okay, so I, I heard I heard two sides of that. The first was it's incredibly difficult to raise one kid with a partner. And it's more difficult to do it to raise four kids by yourself. But listen, it's not even that. Okay? It's the caption. It's the caption literally said I applaud him for raising these babies. Like, that's just the wrong caption. Like, maybe if the the caption had said, wow, this father of four is so strong. Okay, that's great, because it does take a lot of strength to raise four kids. But the fact they said, I applaud him for raising, that's strike number one. Those are his kids. 
like he's supposed to raise them. And two, <laughs> these babies, like they're not these random babies. babies. They're <laughs> his babies. Like, so I'm just like, this whole Children. is just, it's crazy. And third, I highly doubt if this was a woman in their situation, she'd be getting as much shine. Like, wow, look at this woman raising her four kids. No one would be shining light on her. So why are we shining such so much light on this man who had four children and it's it's his responsibility to raise these children. You know what I mean? Like it's I've, basic. I feel like, like you're doing basic parenting. I feel like I'm I'm kind of with you to a certain extent. I feel men or women in that situation they should all get shine. But like I think more than anything, I guess the point I made earlier when Chichi was talking is around like is this like is this his battle to fight? Like it's not like. Man is out here with, you know, four kids that he, like, a month and a half ago, he probably was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, this is already hard enough. My wife and I have to do this. And all of a sudden, he's the only one. Like, Yeah, and that's an incredibly hard situation. No one's doubting that. Like, no one's denying that, you know. But it's just the way that it was it's like he's being rewarded for doing his fatherly duties. Like uh, that's the part that bothers me. <laughs> I guess. I mean, cause I think it's, it's hard. It's hard enough. And yeah, even for people who are like, it's hard for people who are like ready and have all the resources, much less someone who's like now strapped, I guess. Um, <laughs> And even then, I feel like you can, like, that could be, like, what you're saying could be true, as well as this is incredibly difficult. Um, yeah. So. But that's know. really sad, though, that the mother died. Like, that's very sad. That, And that's the thing, like, I just want to touch on childbirth. Like, and that's why I refuse to be getting pregnant for any nigga out in these streets, okay? Because... Childbirth is nothing to be played with. And it's a blessing whenever a woman can carry her children for nine months and deliver them with no complications. And so I just wanted to stress that because it's nothing to be played around with. And anytime you can give birth to a child, a healthy child, and you're still living, you just need to be grateful. Like, that's it. And so I'm really sad that the mother passed because, you know, that that's very, very unfortunate. And a lot, and you know, people need to shine more light on the things that women go through during pregnancy because it's very real. So, so what about you? You don't want to? You don't want to have kids? I want to have kids, but you better believe <laughs> I'm not just having kids. I'm popping out babies for these useless ass men. Yeah. Like no. Wow. I'm not doing it. Wow. <laughs> so we'll be on that point. I just have a question. Why do you think women, what some women, not all women, why do you think some women feel the need to pop out babies, quote unquote, for these men? Because it's okay, not as hard for everybody. If, if we're talking about like celebrity status, I think a lot of these women do it. I mean, I'm not saying they don't love their child or they're not yearning for motherhood, but I think it's like, oh, well, let me have this man's baby because I know he has money. And this is a way for me to secure the bag, you know, because as long as he's paying child support, then I'm good. You know what I mean? Or just the status of being this person's baby mama. It's like, ooh, look at me, you know, and 
I mean, and then besides celebrity status, for people who are just regular or even poor, I mean, a lot of it is just not really having that foresight of like, wow, this probably isn't the best decision to, you know, to make right now. And then some women just simply don't care. They're like, look, I don't really care about the dude. I just care about my baby. And like, I just want to be a great mother. So I don't care if he's useless. I know I'm not useless. So that's all that matters. I mean, which, I mean, if that's how you want to do, then that's how you want to do. But so this, is I why, can't even this is why I want to have twins. So, <laughs> pop it out um, once and be done. Hey, let's knock this shit out one time for the one time, and, and um, be done. and yeah. then we out. And we um, but you know, hey, mother of my kids, if you're out there, like let's let's um let's be aligned on this ministry because um that's how it's going down. The other thing though is like, what we said this so passionately. And I'm over here, like, just cracking up because I'm like, y'all be the same ones. Because I'm like, come, in, come inside of me, daddy. Nonsense. You be mad. Just mad. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Because you now do it, and then you be holding this, the, 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 the pea stick in your hand, looking like, oh, you did this to me. <laughs> like, uh, what? I followed your instructions. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> this is... <laughs> Are you gonna get a, do you think there's a, a a slight chance in your future of you getting a vasectomy? Me? Mm-hmm. You. Yeah. If I look, I want I want three to four kids, right? And before you guys go and go out in outrage, I actually also said a few weeks ago when the research came out that you know there was like early testing for the male birth control like i would do it like i'm i I feel like we should be equal like i've dated women who have been on birth control before and i feel like when it comes time for me to carry the baton sure the only thing that sucks is that i'm not at the age where i will soon start looking to start a family so by the time the pill comes on market i might not need it so sorry guys um but in terms Mommy, of getting are you the... going to marry? Are you going to marry one babe? I am. Oh, I am. Wobia. I told you that. Man, we talked about Wobia, we talked about getting married now. Why are you doing like this, Wobia? Uh-uh. But well, you're being very direct. You're being very direct. It's like No, because Wobia is Wobia is actually out here. She's she's trying to move mad for 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 socials. Like we've talked about this. Like why are you doing like this? Eh? Something you, you can't afford my bride price. I'm sorry. My chest, my father, Lord in heaven. Ew. Wow. Ew. Ew. King of Ew. Jerusalem. Ew. 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 Nebuchadnezzar's daddy. I cannot what? Interesting. Wow, wow, wow. Lord. Jesus is Lord. Okay, how much is your bride price? Wow. Ah, this one. It's, it's 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 very high. It's it's rising by the day. In fact, you know. When is no, when wow. is no, when is no Ibo What are you doing? <laughs> like. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you can speak to my broker. You can speak to my broker. So hey, don't worry. Let my let my people talk to your people. <laughs> um. No, nah, but but on the real, like I want to. I've said this before. I want to have three kids. I want to have three biological kids. Um, and I hope God blesses me with twins because I want my wife to only do this twice. And 
and if she, if she's if she's down for it and god has blessed us with enough money safe let's do triplets one time bam why don't um bam. But, <laughs> but later on in life i would going. huh the way science is going you can plan that now so nah i'm not fucking with god's plan shit let him do what he wants to do because so, you can go and get healthy babies and then spiritually they're not healthy they'll not be 15 and the baby will turn on you you'll not be doing <laughs> You'll be doing us Nigerian version. No, I'm okay. <laughs> so, nah, but like when my kids are a little bit older, I also want to adopt. So that would make the fourth, the third, or the fourth, depending on however, whatever number. I want to adopt the baby too. Aww. So, um, yeah, that's the that's the plan. And if at that point, like by the time we're done with like like biological kids, if is if she says, "Hey, go get a vasectomy," then that's what we're doing. We snip snip like let's get it go so snip snip i think i mean you make the decisions you make are just for um you know you i guess you you kind of decide <laughs> with your partner the kind of life that you want to have and mm-hmm. like if the two of us decide hey um if you decide, hey, when we're, we've had our three kids, we're going to snip everything, then that's what we're going to fucking do. If we decide that we're going to ship our kids back to Nigeria to go to boarding school so we can go and travel the world and be like Tracy Ellis Ross in all her videos, then that's what we're going to do. So, <laughs> like, we'll make we'll make those decisions together. And um, as long as we give them the best life possible, I don't really care if it's three or four or two or three. It's just, it don't matter to me. Yep. But you would never make it like your own decision to get a vasectomy. It would have to be like. Why would you make? Th- why would you make that kind of decision by yourself? Like, you're married to someone. That's terrible. Like, you shouldn't make it by yourself when you're married. You know. That's like me. That's so, even okay. before you're married. Going. I mean, if you do it before you're married and you tell the person you're married and they decide to marry you, fine. But like, that's like my. Like. It's, somebody asked me this before. It's like. Imagine if you, let's say you and your wife decided that you wanted to have four kids and you have four and then you had a fifth, like you happened to get pregnant with the fifth and she aborted it without telling you, like, how would you feel? And I was like, wow, like, I guess I'd be fine, but I'd just be mad that she didn't tell me because I think more than likely I would have come to the same conclusion anyways, if it was the two of us agreeing, um, but yeah, it was just kind of it's kind of weird like that. I don't know. I I wouldn't I would never make such a grand decision by myself though. It's unfair. And quite selfish. So. I concur. I concur. Lalu, how many kids do you want to have? Oh, just two, period. That's it. Can that I can I say can I admit something? Can I admit something on here? I I'm like I'm really, really, like, afraid of having just two kids. Why? Like, I just feel like there's not enough. Like, and it's not not from the point of, like, I just want my house to be full and people running around. But, like, I always worry, like, is this, this is a bad, you guys should tell me if it's a bad way of thinking. But, like, what if something happens to one of them and then there's only one left? 
<laughs> it's like it's members. like it's the same way I feel about people that only have one kid. Huh? Lalu, say that again. I said the same thing about you can have like six children and God forbid like something can happen. The odds, the that. odds are the odds are slimmer in that case. This one, this is just you don't understand. That's you know, like some people have like one kid and they're fine with it. I'm just thinking to myself like, ha, okay. God forbid if something were to happen, just one, and now you're 50, you can't go back and have another one. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me always assuming the worst can happen. Because, they're expensive. They're very expensive emotionally. No, see, look, I feel like, I feel like children are expensive, and I feel like I'm, I'm thankful to God for the the model that i saw growing up i'm mm. i didn't like everything about my childhood and growing up and the fact that my parents were in america and in london working and i lived with my grandparents but like i knew that i was really loved by the people that loved me the difference that i would make is yeah i, I completely don't mind my parents raising my kids like my mom is one of the best people that I know. And pe- I mean, people have listened to her on this show and people have met her. Like, I love her to death. I think she would do a rocking job. And like, she can even, if she wants to come and do it nine months out of the year, I'm down. Like, let's just, <laughs> we can, you know, but I think there's certain things that I would tweak. Like I would be closer. I'd be more physically and emotionally present than my parents were. But I think if you have like a household where let's say I'm marrying someone that has both parents still alive and they're very much involved. Basically you have like two extra families to raise these kids with you. And like, I'm sorry, I'm taking that shit. Like I'm carrying all of them to our house. (laughs) She's been using style to tell me recently. Anyways, like a few, I don't know if I, did I tell you this? No, you didn't tell me. So last time I spoke to my mom, I was on FaceTime with her for like an hour and then my dad was out. He came home. So he walks in. He's like, oh, who are you talking to? And she's like, my boyfriend. And then he's like, oh, he was like, oh, tell your boyfriend that I can come and take you. And then she says, oh, I'm talking. She's talking. He's talking to me. And then he looks at the screen. And he's like, ah, your skin is shining. My mom now says, yeah, can you imagine? You see how, see how handsome he looks and he's depriving us of grandchildren. And I was wow. like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, time out, time out. My mom was like, mm, I will not even push, I will not, I will not push it again because mm, before you say I'm pressuring you, I said, wow, whoa, okay. That's not pressuring at all. That's just, you know. So I think my mom, my mom is ready. I think I also said this the last time where I was talking about like, if I got someone pregnant, like, how would my parents feel? My mom would probably be upset, kind like or disappointed because she'd want me to be married first. But I'm so sure she'd be jump at the idea of like, oh my god, I'm a grandma, I can raise this kid. She would love that. Like, so no, shut down. If you want to, pro- <laughs> if you want to propose to me, please come and propose to me. Oh, my own bride price, my own groom price is not as high as Wobia's own. I, I can, you know, I'm good in the oh, head. Sorry. I'm good in the head and I cook, I cook, I clean, I support, I pray for you, I will, I will eat you, I will eat with you, all of them together. So, yeah, you said you eat me, you eat who, you uh-huh. do what? 
What? Okay. Basically, if you're trying to propose to Sami, he'll satisfy all your needs. Oh! According to Christ Jesus in glory. So, please, if you're listening, just... Just propose to Sammy now. He, he's he's on the oh, market. Oh Lord, Lord. That's where I should be, please. No, oh, that actually that actually reminded me of something that I wanted to ask you guys. Like, in that conversation around, um, like getting married and stuff. Do you feel like African parents are like giving you the same respect that they give men in terms of like not pressuring you guys? Are you asking, like, if they, okay, if they're pressuring guys as much as they're pressuring us? Not necessarily just the, the act of pressuring alone. Like, also just, like, respecting your your autonomy. Because, like, me, if my mom tells me, oh, I can't wait for you to get married, I'm like, it's not happening. She doesn't, like, make a big fuss about it. As a, But I know, like, there's some women that their families are still very much like, why are you doing this to us? You should be married in your prime, that stuff. I mean, I think for us women, it's just different scientifically because, I mean, there's a cultural aspect of it and there's also the biological aspect of it. When you think about it, the older we get, the more difficult it is for us to go, I mean, we're just talking about like childbirth, the more difficult it is to go through that. And a lot of our parents are aware of that. And yes, the older you get, the more, well, the more you leave that prime age to have kids. And like you said, what they really want are the children. They want the grandkids, so they don't want you to like get to be in a situation where you're not, um, where you're not, where you're not in your best shape or best age to give birth to children because it does get more difficult. And I think that's one aspect of it. I mean, there's also the aspect of the fact that we do live in a patriarchal society where men will always be seen as, you know, they have more freedom and more ability to do other things. But I used to think about it like that, like when I was younger, like, oh, you know, they're always just, you know, giving men more liberty and more freedom. But I've gotten older and I see how science works. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to chalk it up to the fact that y'all just think I'm getting older and this might get more difficult for me. So I think that's one thing that we, that at least for me and my friend group that we're seeing is trying to, the older you get, the more you're trying to like rationalize something that your parents are saying. It's just they don't know how to communicate it in a way that's not going to piss you off. Mm. Okay. Exactly. They just communicate in a way that's just so like it's just irritating and it's it's, yeah. it's, it's aggressive. It's, it's aggressive. aggressive, right? Right. And you're just like, and so you automatically put your defense up because you're like, I'm not even trying to have this conversation. Even though us as adults, we understand their concerns and uh, some of us share the same concerns, you know what I mean? But I think they put a little more emphasis on the concerns than maybe we do um, at times. Um, and that can, that's what makes it like the, the disconnect. But, like, I mean, as far as, like, my parents, for example, I mean, I think they've come to the point that, like, they've realized, like, they just, like, them saying things or doing things is just not going to work. Like, my mom was, she's like, I'm not going to try to hook up your older sister anymore. Because there was a time when, like, she was trying to do matchmaker. And, like, my sister wasn't having it because she was trying to hook them up. And that's another thing. It's like, I feel like Nigerian parents or African parents in general, like, when they do these things, they don't really think about, like, a realistic situation. Or, like, <laughs> they don't think about, like, 
what does my daughter or son really want? You know, what is like, what are their, like, what are, let's consider their feelings and their, their, their ideals. Like they were trying to hook her up with some man in Nigeria, in Portacourt from our village, who my sister has never seen before, who like, she's like nothing, you know what I mean? Like there was no relationship no nothing. She's like, oh, you guys can just talk over the phone and get to know each other, you know, just communicate. Like, what? Like, I'm like, my sister has no plans of living in Nigeria anytime soon. She doesn't even visit, like, I visit often. She doesn't visit often like that. The guy is not able to come to the U.S. So, like, what relationship is about to be built? Like, please tell me. You know what I mean? And so it's just, like, these unrealistic situations that just make it terrible but I think they've gone to the point where they're like, okay, like we're just gonna leave you guys. You guys can do whatever you want. We're not gonna say anything. You know, we want you to be married, but if you don't get married, that's your business. Like that's how they see it now. So I have a question on that. Do you think it's because they might not know that a lot of um, African parents might not know, well, parents in general might not know their children, or they just know this idea of what they think of who they think their child is? I think it's both. I think it's a combination of both. Like some African parents really don't get to know their children. They just, they just, they don't know what their children likes. They don't know the type of men or women their children date. They don't know what interests their child because they never took the time to really listen or learn. And then there's the other side where it's like, they might know what you want. They might know like my daughter isn't really going to go for this, but Hey, because I like it, I'm going to present the idea anyways. You know what I mean? I don't think, like, to actually agree with you there, I think my, I'm lucky that I have parents who see value in me and, like, and my sister and just know, like, my parents brag about how good their kids look, (laughs) like, and then my mom is just like, oh, this is how my mom would tell me. She's like, oh, Jumoke's mom said that, you know, I should hook you up with Jumoke. I said I'm not hooking you up, but, you know, (laughs) if she wants to reach out to you, she should reach out. And I said, who is Jumoke? She said, don't worry, she's not even that fine at that. I said, ah. (laughs) I said, yeah. (laughs) Because my mom is like, my mom is like, don't worry, you won't like her. I said, why? She said, I just know you won't like her. And then I look at the girl's picture, I'm like, see, this is watching my mama, because I know I don't like this girl. Like, this is... But you know they oh. they think, huh? No, nah, like my mom, like definitely, like she don't play that. She's always like people have told her before, like, oh, that your first son, ah, eh, what's his name? Saw me. Uh, he lives in California, Abby. Okay, um, she had a niece me. My niece is of marriageable age. She graduated from Unilag. Um, uh, you know, but yeah, let them talk to each other and uh, see where it goes. My mom is like, This is Instagram, go and talk to him yourself because <laughs> she's, she's like, I'm not doing matchmaker for two reasons one, he's 90% gonna say no, and two, <laughs> like, <laughs> your daughter ain't cute. So, sorry, bye bye. But you know, Lalu, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was going to say my mom does the exact same thing with my brother and I. Like, she will look at who it is. I remember my brother, he, whoever he's, like, dating or whatever, whenever my mom meets them, and my mom is like, ah, and they are fine like this, and this is who you brought home. I was like, 
WeChat. I she's like, why? I raised him to be this one. Look at me and look at the girl you brought up. I was like, oh. I feel like, like I feel like that should be Wobia's house. Because like Wobia is just all of them in their household, except Wobia. Wobia is kind of fine. But everybody else in their house is fine, fine. I told you I'm not going to be nice to you again. But like <laughs> But like, you have like um, I mean, Wobi has sisters, so I don't know how does that does that play out the same way for you, or is it just like, you know, your parents don't care? Where did she go? Are you asking me? Yes, you. Oh, I thought you were directed. Okay, I mean, it plays like that. Like I said, it they feel the same way about all of us. Like it's funny because we actually have like these family meetings every six months. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> We're like we like come together so like it's not like we're all physically there but like if people who aren't there will like phone in we'll do like a conference call or something and like we'll talk about everyone's goals and like wow. what they've accomplished in the past six months that's dope and it's just it's honestly wow. something we just started doing in the past like in the past, like, two years. And so it's funny because <laughs> this past this past one that we had in um, January, if, or, like, January, February, um, we all went around, like, me and my sister all went around, like, said what we've accomplished, what we've done, and what our goals are for the next six months, things like that. And at the end of the conversation, my, my, my mom was like, you know, I just want to point out that none of you women you guys are all grown women none of you said that marriage is important for <laughs> none of you have any goals of getting married like she was so mad <laughs> she's like none of you said anything about getting married and she's like you know what i'm not saying anything anymore I just, i'm not saying anything and so like i really do think that like they're fed up they're like look we're done stressing over all of you you know, for me, they're like a little less because I'm 26. So they feel like, okay, maybe this one still has time. But my oldest sister is th- going to be 31 this year. My other sister is um, just turned 29. And so they're like, yo, y'all need to like be looking out for some men out here. <laughs> um, but Do they you know. all live in Columbus? No, one lives in Chicago. The other one lives in Seattle. Okay. Because I was about to be like, that's probably why Columbus is probably not where. Ah, Columbus is dry. Oh, please. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's I not mean, where it's going know. down. <laughs> no, not no. Let me. Okay, first of all, Wobia is my girl, and Wobia does not have problem in that department. She just needs men that have sense to talk to her. <laughs> she has men talking to her. She just has to have men with sense. Like as of right now, we need to combine the two. When we combine the two, we'll be successful. As of right now, we are a little lopsided on one department of just the men, but without sense. Now, some people they don't have men, all men without sense. All, all of them is empty. So the struggle for every person is different. You understand? Um, but I, I have no doubts. You know, we'll be, able to be fine. Especially like she's like international babe. You know. So okay, got, just remember when you get married, I need to be front row and center. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. No, I'm sorry, please. When I get married, all the fine babes need to be in the back. 
because I don't want <laughs> I don't want it to be like I don't want it to be like ah why is this guy getting married to this fine babe but all his female friends are just fine yeah he has a lot of female friends why are there so many of them at this <laughs> wedding you know I don't <laughs> Just tell us in advance. Tell who? Tell. I'm letting you know right now that I have a lot of female friends. And they just all happen to be fine. But I love you. That sounds like a classic. <laughs> that sounds like a classic Yoruba demon statement. <laughs> <laughs> like, babe, I love you. Oh, I know they're just my friends. I know they're plenty, but <laughs> I know they're all beautiful. But you know, it's that I love. Nah, I wouldn't. You're the one for me. Actually, that that actually is kind of a like. It's kind of a barometer in like selecting people. It's like it's one of those like vainer ones that you have, but it's there because like. You can't have attractive friends, right? And then be with someone who does, in key word, who does not think they're as attractive. Because what you will be dealing with the whole time is insecurities that I'm just not, I'm not equipped for at this age of my life. Like, <laughs> please, 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 just be going. Because if you don't think you're fine, then that means I got to spend all my time convincing you. Now, I'm having a regular dinner with a penny-pinching friend of mine and all of a sudden, you're getting your titties in a bunch. No, I don't need that. So, you know, your, your ba- yeah, your babe needs to be able to look at herself and be like, no, I'm a, I'm bad. Like, he, he's with me partly because I'm bad. And, like, he got good-looking friends, but, like, I'm the baddest of them. So, I'm it bad. is. I mean, please. Oh, if you are, you know, I've said it before. To war war is a talent. Um... And what? I just I just don't want anybody with that kind of talent. That's all. So take your <laughs> just... Thank you. Bye bye. Um <laughs> Wobia has a pop up um event. Coming yes. Up um pop up culture. It's coming to New York May fourth in Brooklyn. So all my New York, New Jersey people come out. And get your coins ready because we got some amazing brands. So, you know, summertime's about to be popping. We want to make sure you guys look good this summer, okay? Well, I wish you they follow you to get more information. Um, follow so you can follow my business account, which is Asha Afrique. That's spelled A-S-A-A-F-R-I-Q-U-E. Asha and Afrique. And then you can also follow the direct pop of culture page, which is just pop up culture pop up. That's what it is. Pop up culture pop up on Instagram. And that's where you can find all the goodies. And you can also see what other cities we're coming to this summer. We're coming to the Bay. Just a heads up. We're coming uh, to the Bay. No, damn. You're supposed to say we're coming to the Bay. And then I'll say, yay. Like you're right. Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So, you know, it's going to be great. So just follow me. Thank you. <laughs> yay, yay. Um, um, hello, Miss Honey Banjo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. So, where should they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Life on a Banjo. That's L I F E 
O-N-A-B-A-N-J-O, because my last name is on a banjo, Life on a Banjo. Or you can check out my blog, www.lifeonabanjo.com. Hey, blogger, babe. I actually blogger recommend babe. following Laulu on Instagram and reading her blog. She's a really good writer and she's a really good blogger as well that is the nicest oh thing gosh, i'm saying about you what do you write about on your blog she write about everything so, yeah so the way the way i explain it is that life on a banjo is a website to empower millennials to live a stylish life stylish stylish mind mindset stylish travel and stylish looks so i write about oh my travel, gosh girl that yeah. we'll be as excited to, you might have to connect on that because I, I am from brooklyn i don't know if you knew that but i used to live in brooklyn until like this year oh look yes we need to connect because i'm actually looking for like bloggers for my website um you know so you know we can chop it up <laughs> yes, yes let's do it let's do it i mean when this all blossoms into the greatness that is going to be can i just get my royalties because I I'm your manager. You need to pay me first. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! When what happens when the talent is managing the manager? Wow, interesting. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, well, my humble self, Adibus Furo, do follow me if you want. If you don't, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> you lie. <laughs> well actually if you follow me if i follow you first you have 72 hours to follow me back <laughs> if you don't follow me back in 72 hours i'm gonna follow you because yes I'm so you hot. Have, huh? the people, wow what did you, you say check if the people follow, so if you follow someone do you actively check to see if they followed you back i don't actively check 72 hours is kind of a joke but like if i come okay. back for whatever reason and you have not followed me back i'm unfollowing you because who, who do you think you are? You, you're like, I'm popping. Like, you don't want to follow me. Man, get off. I'll take my follow back. You know that scene from, oh, what's that T.I. movie? Where he snatches the ne- necklace off Lauren London's neck? <laughs> like, yeah. That's exactly me right there. I'm like, give me my shit back. Um, <laughs> so that's how it's going to go. Um, follow The Rant Show at The Rant Show. Um, two S's on um, Twitter or Instagram. Um, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, um, SoundCloud. We are migrating all episodes, older episodes, to start to live on Spotify as well. So um, that's in the works. Keep an eye out. Um, and yeah, like if you'd like to co-host an episode, say hello. If you'd like to join Laulu and we'll be out here with me and be you over here, say hello. Say what's up. Um, I actually apologize. I did not check the anonymous link to see if we had any submissions this week. That was my bad. So I will check over the week and read it next week. If you had, if you have pressing problem and you need help, please just DM us because you have to wait till next week. Um, call on Jesus. Call on Jesus. Oh God. Um, before next week's episode, Lalu's birthday is on Sunday, so you, you lot wish her a happy birthday, um, go read her, you know, go read her blog, show some love on her Instagram page, share with your friends, 
take some of her style tips and ask her, where are you walking? Where are you walking? I just had, I just had to. It was right there. It was right there. Um, but <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, have a fabulous rest of the week. Keep your Bye. head up. Stay out of trouble. Um, be just absolutely fabulous. My song of the week that I'm leaving you with is Bosi by Wiley featuring Sean Paul, Steph London, Idris Elba. Oh, and before we hey. go, like like our dude Nipsey said, stay dangerous. Why would you Ooh, don't dangerous. don't threaten people, Wobia? Why would you tell them to wow. be dangerous? I, I'm not <laughs> threatening them now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Lalu, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, you've listened to another episode of the Rant Show on Gilly Lounge Radio, and Wobia says, "Your life, your music." We out. Godfather, man a OG, man a half humble, man a bossy. Fling a rag a rhythm like it's all free. Bossy, house on the coast, G. My money's so long it doesn't know me. It's looking at my kids like I'm bossy. Hey, hey yo, Idris, tell them what they're gonna take the piss. When Steffi step out, do that turn up in a disc. Body comfortable, I'm a physically fit. I'm a brown and sweet, just like the chocolate. Yo, Champion in it. Bossy, Bossy, Godfather, man a OG, man a half humble, man a Bossy. Fling a rag a rhythm like it's all free. Bossy, house on the coast, G. My money so long it doesn't know me. It's looking at my kids like I'm Bossy. I fly around the world cause I'm Bossy. Bossy, Bossy, Godfather, man a OG, man a half humble, man a Bossy. Fling a rag a rhythm like it's all free. On the post My money so long it doesn't know me It's looking at my kids like I'm bossy I fly around the world cause I'm bossy
Can I be on the show? Why would you let you be on the show? Anyone can call to the show. You need to go somewhere. Anyone. It's not about you. And I'll who asked you to enter this conversation. It's a dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. 